everybody! Hi friends! Well, from beautiful springtime in Salt Lake City, Utah... It's Thank God I'm Atheist! The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, the Ten Commandments! They're on the march, on the move! Those wacky commandments! Sweeping the land! They came came down from Sinai and are going up to Austin. Oh god, yes. We're gonna talk about Texas. Yeah, that's, We're that's, not really going to talk about Texas. We're no, going to talk about the commandments the themselves. Command, yeah, the very beautifully conceived and uh, the, uh, very relevant. The foundational text of, of these United States, apparently. <laughs> apparently. We'll see. Anyone we'll who would say at. that has never read them. But anyway. <laughs> Right? All right. Recite four of them for me, and then maybe I'll take you seriously. <laughs> All right. But before we do that. Uh, well, there's, there's, there's business to attend to. What do you got? Indeed, Dan. Well, actually first I want to announce that if anybody's looked at what episode number this is, it's five, oh, yeah. five ninety six, which means we're coming up on 600 episodes. Holy smokes. That's going to be just in a few weeks yeah. uh, from now. And so we're announcing a 600th uh, episode online live recording extravaganza yeah uh that will be uh we're zooming the shit (laughs) june 3rd that's a saturday um and we're gonna get started at 11 a.m mountain time so yeah it's kind of a weird time to do an event but that's when we record normally so hey yeah join us is what we're saying 11 a.m mountain time that's uh that you all should be you know you can figure it out you can put off your grass mowing for a little bit or whatever. You'll sort yourself out. Yeah. So come join us. Uh, details. And uh, we'll announce details in the next two episodes as to how you can join yeah. up with to us. our international listeners who may, may or may not uh, that that might not be great for. I apologize. Um, might be amazing for you. Never yeah, know. That's true. You never know. Cause it's, there are literally 23 other options. Yeah. For when Just, to tune in. And, but if and, it and sucks listen. for you, get a better time zone. What can we tell you? <laughs> All right. Well, first, Dan, uh, I've got a story from uh, the European Union, uh, specifically their parliament building. Oh. Um, where there is a um, an art show of sorts. Where is that? In Brussels? In Brussels, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, there's an art show of sorts going on in the halls of the European parliament building. Uh, not open to the public. So if you're in Brussels, don't think you can go see this. Uh, it's only for the parliamentary members of the parliament and, uh, staff Mm. to, to, to enjoy. Um, but among the pieces of art is a photorealistic, uh, artwork sort of painting pictorial scene, right. Uh, that shows, uh, Jesus surrounded and Jesus is sort of, you know, kind of the typical uh, Euro Jesus, you mm. know, white with long brown hair. Sure. With white white robes, right? And he has his arms sort of stretched out, you know, side to side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's surrounded by leather-clad muscle daddies, uh, <laughs> is how the article describes. Yes. Describes the characters who are sort of, yes. one is sort of clinging to the body of Christ. Mm. Uh, there's one with chains uh, who's sort of, uh, you know, kind of yeah. looking up at Christ. Um, 
they're sort of striking poses that you might expect to see in, in other artwork, other holy artwork. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it titled is... Christus in the Bear Bar? <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't think the article even mentions a title. That's oh. funny. The name of the artist is Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. She's a Swedish lesbian photographer. Oh, this must be photography. Oh. That's why it's photorealistic. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? So much of photography is, and I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. It could just as easily be like some AI generated thing as well. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, by, we, by we the just don't know. Mid journey. We just don't know anymore. No, uh, where anything is coming from, but no, it's, it's art. Um, but, uh, not everybody's an art appreciator. I guess you could say an, an appreciate appreciates fine art in, in Europe, much to the contrary of the stereotype that I think most Americans have that everybody just, <laughs> that, it, that has, it's just an a, art free for all down there. <laughs> They're all art history majors over there in Europe. <laughs> no, that's not the case. Especially if you are a member of parliament from Italy or Poland, oh who those, uh, the right wing politicians from those two countries are upset about this. Um, let's see. Uh, there have been threats to close down the exhibition um, and possibly remove photos deemed controversial. Who knows who who is making the threats or how uh, poss- like how much power they have to actually do it? But uh, Ma- Matteo Salvini, let's see, who's Italy's deputy prime minister, uh, said on Facebook uh, that the photo is, he just says art question mark No, <laughs> just vulgarity. Oh my god! Um, and let's see. I um, don't like Veronica- is there objection the leather. They just, it's fashion. Well, yeah. Is it a fashion objection? Uh, Maria Veronica Rossi, a member of uh, European Parliament from Italy's right-wing populist Lega Nord, said it represents Jesus surrounded by apostles dressed as sadomasochistic slaves. (laughs) Well, she knows a thing or two about this stuff. I know. The lady doth protest too much, (laughs) methinks. This is Olsen, the artist. She says, I would say, and I watched the video of her and she's delightful. Uh, Uh She said, I would say that there should be more understanding because there are a lot of pictures of Jesus with heterosexuals, millions, billions of paintings by famous artists. But this is just one picture of Jesus loving LGBTQ plus rights. One picture should not be so scary to them. Well, especially considering that the objections are coming from the Italians and the Polish, and that's because they're the like the mega Catholic countries. But um, excuse me, what could be gayer than Catholicism? Can we <laughs> can we be real about this right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, they love their 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 fun little outfits and <laughs> fancy slippers and 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 they're like. Gay rent boys. Come on. Like, <laughs> like what, what, what's the only thing that we hear about priests in the Vatican? Oh uh, yeah. 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 Being naughty. They, uh, they, being, they, they, I mean, they you it. say gay rent boys. I mean, they, uh, it's <laughs> they're more like they're, they more, they enjoy like being gay predators. 
well then yeah then that's not even that's in. not a gay thing i'm i'm just that that's a well that's true that predator is true. thing i'm going with the gay thing that's true but. all right well i am going to take us back to these united states uh where an english professor at a at an evangelical university which you're making a mistake right there um <laughs> this is this is taylor university in indiana and the professor's name is julie moore um, who is an associate English professor, or rather was? Oh no! Uh, has been fired no. for for a rather egregious assignment, or rather a series of assignments that she should have known better. Here's the thing: if you're at an evangelical university, I can see why. If you had controversial theological positions, you know, if if you were like promoting, you know being nice to gay and trans people, for example. I can see why they'd fire you. Mm. This one's a little bit much. Uh, this woman was fired for assigning her students to read just sort of anything that talked about people of color and their experience. Just uh, anything. Specific, specifically, uh, Jamar Tisby, who is a, a, an author, a, a, a Christian author, um, but, uh, you know, sort of wrote about the, uh, the African-American experience with Christianity. Oh um, my God. He, they, you know, this, she also assigned, uh, ta Coates and Martin Luther King Jr.'s letters to a, from a Birmingham jail. Like these are, these are not anti-Christian I, you know, writers, they're just writers who speak to the black experience in the United States of America. But boy, that is exactly the kind of woke nonsense that will not fly at Taylor. I'll tell you that right now. <sighs> so, yes. Wow. Uh, that, Martin Luther that King just... Jr. Like they're upset <clears throat> about that. Yeah. They're a... That's, uh, Listen, he was a preacher. <laughs> it makes they're all Christian. I mean, uh, so many of them are, are Christian. Holy cow. But it it makes, here's the thing. When the white people have to confront the the possibility that the, their people might have done some meanie poo things yeah. ever in the history of anything, oh, it just makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, they, they don't like that. Don't, don't make them think about it. It's not mm -hmm. nice. And well, also yeah. the concept hmm. of wokeness just as a just in general <laughs> is is the grand boogeyman of all time right now. Like just just caring about other people's experience, which is really all that wokeness actually is when you boil it down, is just caring to know and understand someone else's experience other than your own. I mean it, that, it, it's it, too it's a bridge too far, Frank. Yeah, but I mean and if you would, if you listen to how Christians sort of talk about themselves, you would think they'd like that. <laughs> you would think that that would be a natural dovetail, right? That Christians who purportedly care about others yeah. and love their neighbor they and want to like, also like they want their churches, if nothing else, they want their churches to grow. Right. Right. So why not be nice? <laughs> yeah why not no, try to not... understand other people's experience and maybe 
form like like find communion with them. Yeah, right? I don't think we're in that era of Christianity right now. Huh. That's, that's that's not the era that we're in. Well, they <laughs> they they seem to have lost their way. The pendulum has swung saying. all the way in the other direction, and more, then more broke the off and flew further than it. <laughs> <laughs> These would have been, they would have been signing up for the crusades is what you're saying. It was, yeah, this is not, this is no longer a pendulum. It has become a trebuchet <laughs> and it's, they've, they've flown off the, off the range. No. Oh, poor Christians. Yeah. <laughs> they've lost their way. They're just wandering aimlessly <laughs> in, the, in the wilderness, looking for things to be angry at. Yeah. No, that's too bad. That's isn't isn't wasn't that the message of Jesus? Uh, go ye forth and find shit to get real, real pissed about. <laughs> I think that was his main his main uh, thrust. Indeed, that's funny. Well, Dan, there is mm-hmm. a a religious organization that I believe sometimes we. We like to, to, to buy into the, oh, they're so nice, right? <laughs> oh, no, we're going to ruin somebody oh, else? Oh, no, we're ruining another one. Uh, this would be the Church of England. Oh. Who we've, we've criticized of late because they, sure. they're, they're, not, they're not being as nice as we feel like they should be. They just got um, a, new, a new head of their, of their whole thing. Did they? Who? Yes. Well, they're, oh, they're the, like the, the king. The king has yeah. been crowned. Yeah. So... That's so great. Um, yeah. And congratulations. <laughs> We're King Charles, I congratulate you. you for your ascension to the throne. Yeah. No, um, I, I don't fully. I'm going to admit everybody right now, everybody out there listening. I'm going to admit to the fact that I don't understand something about this article. Okay. Um, which is, this is the story. Um, Mike Pilavachi. Um, a 65 year old charismatic evangelist, yeah. uh, who founded the sole survivor Watford church, but he's affiliated with the church of England. They, this is a sort of a church of England ministry of okay. some kind. I don't understand it. Um, but they, um, the, this church they founded has an annual summer festival which well, ran from 1993 to 2019 sure. um, and had an average attendance of 30,000 teenagers Ooh, oh. who came in oh, from you... around the world every summer, right? Yikes. I'm, you said teenagers and I got real scared all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, uh, basically the guy, it, one person in the article says that if it wasn't the church of England, I'd say it was a cult. Um, <laughs> basically was the quote, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, the Reverend Canon, Mike Pulavachi, he is being accused of, um, b- behaving very inappropriately with the kids. Um, Shocking. he would, he'd basically pick out a group of young men, Every, every year, um, 18 to 21, typically, um, who were athletic, attractive, and from broken homes or with, or with traumatic childhoods. I'm getting very, very tense right now. (laughs) Yeah, you should, you should. Um, because he would, uh, basically make 
this little special group who, then there was always a little group that, and, and everybody like had nicknames for the group, right? It was okay. obvious to everybody that these were like picked out and special. Let's see. Mike's boys or Mike's favorites. Oh no. Were, were kind of the, 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 they were sort of in the upper echelons of the soul survivor circles. They, he would prey upon them and uh make, not pray for them nope he would pray upon them and make them feel special right. um that's and called appara- grooming. apparently yes thank you that's real grooming everyone yeah and which is why i wanted to bring the story up because we don't do a lot of these stories on the right. show although of late it feels like we're doing more but i think it's important and i th- I, th- I it it feels important in the way that like the right is is using the word grooming and the way that they're talking about um drag queens or you know right um members of the transgender community right right that it, it's important to talk about these things so that we understand what grooming actually is right. and what situations young people can find themselves in that they probably should be warned about right um in order to protect them from actual predators right who because grooming doesn't look like I'm trying to make you gay. No. That's not what grooming looks no. like. No. Grooming looks like, hey, you're real special to me. We're uh-huh. best buds. Yep. Let's go on a camping trip together. Yep. That's what grooming looks like. And he would lead them to believe that he held the key to their careers, happiness, mm. and their futures. Because a lot, apparently this was a lot of these people. I mean, these are really religious young people coming from all right. over the world. And apparently Which a lot of them, them were. Especially vulnerable. Yep. And apparently a lot of them were sort of aspiring to, to join the clergy. Right. Mm. And so here's this pretty high up fellow, right? He has this international festival that he runs. Um, and he apparently like, and this is also really fucking weird. Like he like spoke in tongues and was very Mm. charismatic in that sort of way. Right. Sure. And so, just getting into a few of the details, um, he what they're claiming is that they were encouraged. These young men were encouraged to receive full body oil massages um, <laughs> in their underwear while oh, being God. straddled by Reverend Canon Pilavachi uh, yeah. in his bedroom. Yeah. Um, there were vigorous wrestling matches that could last as long as twenty minutes. Sometimes in church. Apparently. Oh my God. Um, and let's see, where was the other? Oh, he would tell them I, Oh, I'm learning. I'm learning massage. Do you mind if I practice basically? Right. Right. Cute. Yeah. Clever. These are classic, classic moves. Yeah. Um, of a predator. And then basically when they were aged out of his program, he just would drop them. Right. So all right. of these promises of, I can get you connections. I can, you know, help you out and blah, 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 blah. Um, they describe, uh, the situation as being ignored, dropped, gaslit and ghosted. Shocking. So, so yeah, so that's obviously the festival was canceled probably for COVID-19 because <laughs> okay. conveniently 2019 was the last time it happened and this information is now coming out and uh, yeah, he, uh, he's currently taking a break from uh, the ministry. Taking a break. Yeah. Taking a break. 
Uh, he's resigned from the Soul Survivor Charity, and the Charity Commission is looking into these allegations. And uh, I, I certainly so hope that so the uh, that that the you know the the UK Department of Justice, whatever that is, is also looking into it because yeah, it sounds like somebody needs to be arrested. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, don't leave it to the church to handle this. This is a uh, Right. This is something that needs to be handled by the state. There needs to be an investigation. See how far he he went, and yeah. uh, and how many people and were were preyed upon. Yeah, it's really really awful. All right. Um, well, speaking of awful, as if a term in prison in these United States wasn't bad enough, some some news has just come out um, about a. Prison, a, a group called Prison Fellowship, which is a uh, an evangelical Christian organization, and they have a streaming service or some sort of uh, some sort of video filming film service that they've managed to get pumped into a bunch of prisons in the U.S. Uh, more than three hundred correctional institutions in forty nine states. Wow! And now they've just announced. That they've secured rights to get the chosen, the uh, the popular, the very popular uh, TV series about Jesus, pumped into the uh, the prisons. So nice, woohoo! Whoa, that's quite the accomplishment. These uh, these prison like prison isn't bad enough already. <laughs> we have to subject them to, and apparently this is just the newest thing in the lineup of much, much worse Christian propaganda bullshit that these people have been pumping into our, our prisons. And I'm sure that like, if we wanted to offer some sort of secular entertainment for the prisoners, we would be told no in no uncertain terms. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, Oh, the, 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 uh, propagandizing of Jesus is absolutely allowed. I, 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 you know, I'm sorry. There's just no crime that's, uh, where that's justified. <laughs> where that's justified. <laughs> that is, well, I mean, that is a punishment that goes a little too far. If you ask well, me. Well, cruel and unusual are the words that, uh, <laughs> that come to mind. You know, if prison wasn't enough of a deterrent yeah, already, yeah. now it is. Now I, I feel like now I know that I definitely don't want to go to prison. <laughs> But yikes. Yeah. That's that's the uh that's the entertainment that's available to you. So <sighs> well good. Nice. I, I hope I hope our inmate population is okay. Are you guys okay? Uh, no, <laughs> probably not. All right. Well, um, as long as we're on the topic of um uh crime and punishment, I suppose. Um here's the story of about uh six Libyans. Uh, who are, who've been arrested and are now facing the death penalty for the crime of converting to Christianity. Yeah. And well, okay. yeah, I, in Libya, really yeah. in Libya. Yeah. Um, and while, while, you know, it probably is some sort of crime against humanity to convert people to Christianity. <laughs> it's not a great thing. <laughs> We're not in favor of it. No, not at all. Uh, however, uh, we are, uh, stridently, pro uh freedom of religion 
Yeah, obviously. And 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 anti-actual persecution. Yeah. And also anti-death penalty. That's where I am. Yeah, uh, I sure. don't I don't like it. I think it's bad. Um anyway, um yeah, so the uh, this was sort of news to me that Libya mm. was this um strident in their yeah. pro-Islamic sort of situation. Um, well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but generally speaking in the, these kinds of countries in these like insanely Muslim countries, it's yeah. not a crime to be a Christian, but it is a crime to stop being a Muslim. Yeah. I, well, that's, that's Islam's take usually. Right. Right. Is that if you're already Christian, fine, you're, you know, yeah, you're, you're okay. You're fine. All, Allah hates you, but, um, we're not, he hasn't told us to kill you. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> no. Um, so their penal code, uh, punishes any attempt to circulate views that aim to quote, alter fundamental constitutional principles mm. and the fundamental structures of the social order, mm. which is seen as being Islam. The, uh, let's see, the arrests were made to quote, stop an organized gang action aiming to solicit and to make people leave Islam. This, this is where Libya is at at this point. This is from a human rights activist by the name of Nora El Jerby, um, who she's been forced into exile after receiving death threats. Uh, for her work the fuck out (laughs) uh she says even now i keep being threatened for only defending freedom of beliefs uh society doesn't accept discussions about freedom of beliefs before the arrest of those people uh there was a fierce campaign against them on social media led by former regime supporters uh she says um so the they're they're uh, boy i i did not know this was going on and it's it's something, uh, yet another place in this world. I, I really don't want to go to. I, I, I no, think it's off no. my list. I think I'm officially scratching Libya off of my um, my my travel bucket list. And darn, we were we were so uh, we were so looking forward to our <laughs> Libya trip um, before all of this. Oh happened. my goodness! Like, I just didn't realize. Yeah. You know, all of our listeners in Libya. Um, yeah. We feel yeah, for don't you go. Guys. Don't yeah. go, but, it, but you and I should especially not go because because uh, oh, yeah, we might we might be on a list. Or we're something. Dan. We for the rest of our lives have to be very careful about our travel. <laughs> we really kind of do. Yeah. Like it's just it, I, there are obvious know. <laughs> there are obvious places in the world where we're fine, um, but <laughs> yeah. there are plenty of places where I'm going to be just double checking a few things before yeah. Yeah. before I enter. Dear, dear State Department. <laughs> Can I, I go to here? I'm an outspoken atheist, and I've said really, really brutal things about the following groups. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, yikes, Libya. All right. Well, I'm going to go to an equally terrifying place, Los Angeles. It can where, be. It can know, be. It just depends on who and where you are. Um, no, L.A. Uh, is the home of... Uh, Atheists United, uh, which is a, a, a nonprofit there in the L.A. Uh, area. And they have a little subgroup that they call their Atheist Street Pirates. And really? these guys, 
Uh, they they don't have ships, unfortunately. I doubt they even have a parrot, which I think if you're going to use the word pirate, what are you even doing? Patches, however, patches, maybe. Right? Yeah. Somebody, somebody, they got to recruit someone who's who's an amputee below the <laughs> knee, just to have a peg leg in there. I don't think they do that anymore, Dan. It's look. If you're not going to have fun with it, then what's the point of anything? <laughs> Uh, anyway, these street pirates, uh, what they do is, is technically not really piracy, but they go and, uh, find street, like they find signs that people have put up that just say things like Jesus, Jesus signs. They find, uh, stuff, not billboards, but stuff that people staple to lampposts, that sort of thing. Sure. Okay. And they take them down. Oh. Because technically it's illegal to post those. Those yeah. that, that is not uh that is not a legal thing to do. So really all they're doing is cleaning up litter, mm. which is nice. But yeah, they literally <laughs> go and track uh all the signs that are put up. You know, there's there's signs that say things like Jesus, the way, the truth, the life, or John 316, mm. or uh, you know, Jesus or hell. And, you know, these people will, will print up these, these banners and then, you know, attach them to over, to, you know, chain link fences over overpasses, that sort of thing. So people have started to, like, keep track of them when they see them, take pictures of them, and then post about where they are. And these guys go and uh, clean them up. Good for them. Yeah. First of all. And they... They just had a. They just had an art exhibit of all of the signs that they've. Uh, oh, I that love they've that. Down, which that's, is kind of cute. Yeah, I think that's really fun. I, I yeah, they're they're doing they're doing some good work because uh, first of all, you know, it, it's just junking up the city. All these yeah. signs, right? Uh, and second of all, yeah, the, I love it. Well, and it's spread across the country. More people, little groups are doing it all over the place now. There's a there's a guy who is uh, who ha- who is maintaining a Google Map of all of, uh, a database of all of the places where uh, where people have taken photos of the signs and then taken them down. Okay. So uh, so yeah, you can you can look that up and find it and go go around and do your own kind of piracy. We would never encourage you to do anything illegal. You know, don't take anything off of the church's property. But no, if uh, if you see someone marring the public landscape with bullshit Jesus propaganda, you you can take that. You can you can undo the the bullshit that they do. I don't know. It's not important in the scheme of things, but it's nice. It's nice for us not to have to look at that shit as much as we do. <laughs> Indeed. Well, if you if you live in an area where uh, where you're bombarded with Jesus, let us know about it. You can write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, uh, in Ohio, as in many uh, parts of this evil country of ours, uh, they are currently debating House Bill 68, 
which is an attempt to ban all gender con- gender affirming care for trans kids uh, under 18. Yeah. Um, of, which, of course, they are, because this is the worst of all possible timelines. Um, and in the, uh, in, in the hearings for this bill, they, they listened to nary a doctor. Not a single doctor was called on to testify about this bill, but you'll be shocked to learn that at least one minister was. Oh, of course. Cause they of know, course. they know so much about, about these things. They're the best informed about everything really when it comes right down to it. Um, and this particular minister uh, basically started at sort of in the middle of his testimony threw out the idea that uh, if you can't say Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, your body is possessed most likely by demons, uh, to which uh, one of the Ohio members took some, uh, took some umbrage, took was 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 not pleased by this oh, and no. decided to call him out on it. This is state representative Beth Liston uh challenging minister uh, Stuart Long about this. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh it's it's an amazing interaction. He is a absolutely sure of himself and B completely incoherent so here's so yeah this is a this is a lot of fun it was fast but did you just call our hindu muslim and jewish members demons i heard you say if they did not have jesus no, if you christ don't have in the their holy heart. spirit inside you there's a phrase you can't say jesus christ is come in the flesh and if you are open to those other gods based on that faith you're allowing other gods non yote vave gods to possess your physical form. Follow up. So that would be described as being um, giving access to your physical form. You're the mystery hidden from angels for generations. Uh, the hope of Christ, uh, hope of God, Christ in you. So if you're if you're not down with that, so to speak, if, if you're of an, another religion that's not of that, you've given access to non godly entities to make your decisions. Representative Liston, could you bring this back to HB 68, please? Well, I'm concerned that he's calling our members demons and saying that that's why we support this or we are against this bill. Hopefully human entities, but like what you allow to rule your your spirit, your soul and a body. Right. And what you allow to rule in the spirit controls your physical soul and your body. If you're in order, a lot of times your body's in control uses the spirit feed to feed its uh, energy. It's, it's kind of a medical f- physical conversation. I'm not calling you demons. I'm just um, bringing up the bit, fact that you might be possessed bit. and making decisions without the discernment of God. All right, and I will just say in, on behalf of my members and those we represent of other religious backgrounds that the, any opposition to this bill, I will strongly say is not from possession by demons. Wow. Oh my. That, Here's the thing. <laughs> if damn. that person is giving testimony in uh, a in a house or a senate in a legislative chamber, they should be kicked out as a ranting lunatic. Yeah. This is someone who is who is allowed who is allowed to be what? A, some sort of 
uh, important witness in yeah. this debate? A, an expert has been called Are you in. A, like, that was nonsense. It, Just, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm speechless. I, I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, um, like that, that's how far gone the Republican members of, of that legislature and let's admit it, most legislatures are at this point. Yeah. Right. That, that this, that they don't see how he's not credible. Yeah. Because they should be. And I feel like 15 years ago would have been embarrassed by, that is by this, deeply embarrassing. by this, but by, by whoever had decided to bring this guy in. Yeah. And that person would have been strongly talked to of like, yeah, you, you need to bring in, you need to go find, you know, some actual expert who's off the rails, right? Somebody who has some credentials, even if right. they're fake, right? Yeah. Not some stupid pastor who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Oh my God. The, what you the know what hell? stood out to me? That he's that he referred to his God as Yod Hey Vav Hey. Yeah. Which which is the the Hebrew letters in the tetragra- tetragrammaton, which is the 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 name Yahweh. Right. He just spelled Yahweh. Okay. But he didn't say it. He just I, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is happening to Christians right now? Are you guys okay? They're not. They're the not answer, okay. I will answer for them. No, we're not. No, <laughs> they're not okay. We are not okay, and that's, they're making this they country not saying. okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there are some slightly more okay people out in the world, and those people are our listeners, and they've written into us, and, mm. and so we we have some some people to 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 respond to. So here we go. Uh, Bess writes in to say, "Hey, Frank and Dan." Back during the plague times, I oh way back then, huh? In the <laughs> back when the there was still COVID. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, yes. Back during the plague times, I was forced to confront my father's Facebook fueled vaccine conspiracies head on mm. when the when the COVID nineteen vaccines had been approved for adults but not for children. My in laws had gotten their shots and seen my kids, but my father refused to get his vaccine despite my mother being immunocompromised. Oh, Jesus Christ. She got hers ASAP. Right. I set a rule that no one sees the kids without a shot. My youngest is, an, is a NICU grad, and mm. I was not messing around with quarantine. But uh, my mother put pressure on my dad, who in turn made the choice to burn our relationship down over the issue accusing me and my pediatrician of all sorts of interesting things, which I did my best to let roll off my back. In the end, he caved, got the J&J, I don't care what he got as long as he had something, and finally got to see his grandchildren. Not long after, he picked up COVID-19 and was just shy of hospitalization for a few days. To this day, I think I thank Lilith that I was stubborn enough to force his dumbass to get the shot. It's probably why he's still here. Yeah. Uh, while I am all for meeting people where they are at, I also wholeheartedly agree with one of the old tenets of AXP. You can't have a productive discussion when you don't share a reality. Yeah. 
Sometimes you have to put a line in the sand and let the other person make their choice. I think that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. You can only control you. You can't control the other people. So you have to, you have to know where your boundaries are. And sometimes you have to hold to them uh, to the point where the, you let the other person, yeah, burn it all to the ground. It's not great. <sighs> it's not great out there. Yeah. Rough times. Oh, okay. We're, we're living in weird times. Yeah. Uh, hello, Frank and Dan. This is from Miles. Uh, the conversation at the end, I, I, I think of at the end of last episode, struck a chord with me. I'm a closeted bisexual man who has a very religious mother. Like Frank said, I want my mom to know me, but I don't think she would accept me. Hmm. I'm old enough to take care of myself, so I'm not in danger. I am married with a house and a good job. And I just figured this out about myself in the past few months. Lately, my mom is dropping not-so-subtle hints about getting right with God, and I haven't been able to tell her that I don't believe, and I never will again. Didn't mean to dump this all on you, too, but it's been a very confusing year for me. Oh, Miles. Yeah, that's a, that is a confusing time. And, uh, you know, we, we support you. Sorry. Yeah. I don't have much in the way of advice because I don't no. know Miles or Miles' mom. Right. But, uh, and only you can figure that shit out. But yeah, I, I totally get that. And the, uh, the, the, the getting hounded to go back to God is, is never fun. <sighs> no. Yeah. It is one of those things that, you know, you, you don't have to reveal much about yourself to say, mom, I need you to stop with the hounding me. I understand that it's coming from a place that you think is love, uh, but I need you to stop. That you think is love? That's... Don't say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it Dan's way. Never do that. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. I know you think this is love. I know Mother. you believe that what you're doing is loving me uh, on some level. Some in some insane universe, you think that this is how love works, but <laughs> I'm just going to say, please stop. Indeed. And finally, uh, Samaya says, hi, Frank and Dan thought I would share a funny story about my atheist 13 year old kid. Recently, we were talking about the attacks on trans community locally uh, and nationally. I explained to her that it comes from people's religious beliefs and it's bullshit. She is she is especially baffled by the whole going to hell stuff of religious people because she's never known religion. It is for very foreign to her. So she had a different take on the whole thing uh, with trans people, the devil, hell, God, etc. Her theory is that the devil, if he exists, is more accepting of people than God is. She said that if God is going to banish someone because they are part of the LGBTQ community and the devil will take them in, well, He's better than God. Her theory also includes that he has probably left because he didn't like all that intolerance in the first place and may have been non-binary. So there you have it. I love it. The devil's an ally. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's exactly. I, I mean, how do you take. argue with that? I love that it's, take. Yeah. It's uh, it, again, you're not wrong, but evil. Don, but you the, are, the, 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 no, the devil is evil. The devil's bad mm -hmm. but god's the one that has murdered everybody and <laughs> sent and then sentences people to eternity for temporal crimes right. so yeah fun 
cute, God. Yeah, you're cute. All right. Well, we got some folks to thank. Uh, I, I, we got a, a couple on the uh, on my end, um, who are both. I'm going to say uh, teachers in in our ironic priesthood. <laughs> we'll call it that. Uh, so thanks so much to Katrina. Uh, you, you blessings be upon you, and well, and congratulations on your new magic powers. And to Kara, do we have anybody on your end? We do indeed, Dan. We have Ooh. a new priest by the name of August. Oh, so thank, loving it! Thank you so much. Um, if you'd like to join in supporting the show, you can do so. Go to our website, thinkgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. There's PayPal. There's Patreon. Um, and also you can just leave us a nice little five-star review. We like that too. Yeah, go do that. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank our Lord and Savior, Lenormy. <laughs> That's what you get this time. <laughs> More show coming up. Don't even know what that was. <laughs> Well, Frank, Dan, uh, one of the things that's happening right now in in the fine state of Texas, just uh, such a great place. I I was just there, and boy, was it Texas! It was <laughs> it was as Texas as you please. Uh, one of the things that's happening there is a bill that is uh that that would require every public school in the state to put the Ten Commandments. In every classroom, mm. King James version only. Mm. None, none of this. Uh, don't, don't get fancy with it. <laughs> o- only the, only the King James. You can't right. get creative about it. <laughs> uh, they've, they feel like they've learned some lessons about how people will, will attempt to circumvent these laws by, by, by doing something weird. Anyway, <laughs> here's the thing. Um. The Ten Commandments, what, what they say, what they constantly say uh-huh. is that the Ten Commandments aren't just Christian. They aren't just a, uh, a religious thing, right. series of laws. They are foundational laws to our whole society, to our legal system, to our education system. They mm. are... They are deeply important yeah. uh, culturally, not just religiously. They're not just religious things. So it's not well, imposing Christianity or right. Judaism well, on students. Yeah. Because how would you know right from wrong, Dan, without these <laughs> 10 commandments? These, well, they're so critical in just being a good, decent human being, right? They're perfect. They're, they're the like, perfect. Like, like if, if you if were, everybody you couldn't craft a better set of 10 rules. No. And and honestly, like if you just lived by these 10 rules, <laughs> what Every, if everybody did? What a world it would be. What yeah, right? everything would go great. We, everybody would be just re- treated with such respect and goodness okay. and kindness. It'd be such a peaceful world. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. ever gone wrong. Yeah, none of that. None but, but, of that is right. With, with, of course, with people obviously. by people who 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 follow these ten commandments. Uh, but <laughs> I thought, what rather than us stating what what is obvious to all of our listeners, right? 
I wanted to go through the Ten Commandments mm. and just see what it is that they are claiming is so fucking foundational mm. to our country and to and and the world around us, the culture oh. of the United States of America. Okay, sure. So I'm going to go through. We're going to just talk about them. First of all, I don't know if you said, was it was it a Colbert clip where where he was talking to a. Uh, a legislator about the Ten Commandments and then said, okay, name them. And the guy could get oh. through like three or two or something <laughs> like that. That's a brilliant thing to do. And if you're ever in a conversation with a believer about this, do it. Say, name them. Right. They, I guarantee you they can't come up with more than five. <laughs> uh, but let's start with, let's start with, first of all, there's not even agreement about what they all are because different traditions put put them count them differently and mm. put them in different orders mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff but we're just going to go with the sort of the 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 standard interpretation uh of the K king james 10 commandments from exodus it's also in deuteronomy and we'll start with i am the lord thy god thou shalt have no gods before me mm. no okay. yeah okay pretty pretty foundational uh that's the one that they actually care about by that the way that is the, the one the yeah. people, th these legislators, they're trying to make it about like, no, this is what our laws are based on. But what they really want to do is impose their religion on people. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that they're most impressed by. <laughs> okay. So I'm really great. I'm, I'm the best God. That's number one. Okay. Number two, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Now, I think that what's, what kills me about this is that people stop there. But I'm going to read the rest of that sentence because oh, okay. the sentence doesn't stop there. Uh, no, I'm looking at thou shalt, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, period, Dan. That's what I'm looking at right here. Well, okay. <laughs> you're, saying it you're saying it goes on. Uh, there is more. Oh, okay. Uh, in the King James Version. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath mm. or that is under the water or, or, or that is in the water under the earth. Um, oh. That is pretty clearly a prohibition against art. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But that's not I how mean, they teach it now. Now it's about like um, worshiping objects, like having objects that you would put, not worshiping objects, but having objects that you might put before God. Right. Sure. And here's the thing. Uh, but that, that's uh, actually it, covered in another one of the. It, well, it goes on to say, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. Guess what? What do you think a crucifix is? Mm -mm. What do you think an image of Jesus is? Mm -mm. These people kneel down before these these images and cross themselves and pray to them. Uh, you know, Catholics and their saints, mm. forget about it. Yeah. These people are constantly, that's number two on the list, and they are constantly breaking that rule. It's amazing. But let's go on. Because I don't actually care about that. <laughs> that is not, there's no moral failing in making a graven image no. of anything. No. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, number two, number three, uh, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. A, none of them understand what that means. Uh oh, Dan, tell us. 
Well, I mean, it can mean a number of things, but probably what it means is that you don't swear in the name of God that you'll do something. Right. And then not do the thing. Right. It's not saying, oh my God, which is what I learned taking the Lord's name in vain was. Holy Jesus. That's not it. But that's what, that's what I learned it was. That's how I was taught. Hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, well, that's what everybody's taught, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so far, not a single one of these has been uh, anything that applies to anyone but, but Christians. Okay. Right? You yeah. couldn't, you can't make the case that any of those uh, are foundational rules that apply to anyone but other Christians. Well, and it's also just like, look at me, I'm God. <laughs> right. You you need like look at how special I am. You better treat me specially. Right? Yeah. I'm really really important. I don't <laughs> Do you even know who I am? <laughs> and number 4 is no better. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Yeah. That literally doesn't none of those the top 4, none of them apply to any you, you can't even make the argument that they apply to anyone but believers. You, I, I keep saying, but Christians, but it also applies to Jews, I suppose. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if what, what uh, I wish this said was that it was like, remember the Sabbath day as a day off. Yeah. And go do something that you want to do instead of toiling yeah. in the field. Right. Or building yeah. some pyramid or whatever. Or working, <laughs> you know, bust. It, it's basically a labor union yeah. reference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Fine. None of these have applied so far. Next one. Honor thy father and thy mother. Fuck you. What is it? <laughs> How does that apply to anything? We've gotten through five of them now. None of them have applied. None of them are rules that should like literally no one that believes these deeply held, you know, these are most amazing rules would say that if your father you know, beep, beat and molested you or whatever that you need to honor that person. Hello? Yeah, no, that's, that's, oh, I, oh, okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's, um, but no, but it's a commandment, Dan. It's a commandment. It's a commandment. You must. How do you, how do you get around that? <laughs> oh man. Okay. So that's the first five mean, mean nothing to us. Nothing. The, now we're getting into dumb. the ones that finally mean something to us. <laughs> right. Here we go. But these are also incredibly special and you would only know this, <laughs> right? If you're following the 10 commandments and no <laughs> others, no society that has, has ever, ever existed have come up with these rules. Right. If they didn't follow. They're not obvious right. At all. Right. Only if God had told them to you on a mountain would you understand <laughs> that these that these are good ideas. Here we go. Number six, thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Really, really cool Insightful. coming from uh from Texas, the <laughs> the capital punishment capital of the world. Uh number seven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, number eight, thou shalt not steal. Good. Fine. Yeah. Probably nobody don't. else ever came up with that either. Right. Uh, thou shalt not bear fault with false witness against thy neighbor. That's a good one too. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then finally, another stupid one. <laughs> thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house or wife or his slaves or his animals or anything. You're telling me that it's important not to want something. 
in America, <laughs> in the United States of America, you're saying covetousness is a bad thing. Because uh, I got to tell you, well, coveting is more a part of our culture than the, than the Ten Commandments have ever been. <laughs> I mean, though, though, I mean, you say that, <laughs> I think it is, I, it's reasonable to, to, um, to question that, that aspect of the American, oh, sure. uh, psyche or, or character or whatnot. Right. Like, like, okay. Modern, modern life, not just in America, but you know, typical around the world. It's about stuff. Yeah. Right? It's about acquiring yeah. stuff. We're, we're talking about late and, stage capitalism. Yeah. And it's is, like, it hinges on covetousness. Yeah. And it's like, I, I question that as something that we should be doing as much as yeah. we do. Yeah. Like, you know, I agree. Like I agree we that, consume too much and it's because we want stuff. And wouldn't yeah. it be great if Christians actually believed the 10th commandment? Wouldn't that be <laughs> astonishing yeah. if Christians actually cared about the 10th commandment? Yeah. If, if they didn't, if, if they actually like dived into it, yeah. Right. Because I'm sure they think they they understand it. Right. Right. But uh, um But no. No, I think I think you have to look at it a little bit more broadly. Oh my in god. The sense of like what we were just talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, to sum up, Christians don't even believe in their own goddamn 10 commandments. They're just <laughs> trying to proselytize to to the non-Christians and make life a little bit shittier for everyone who isn't a Christian in this country. It's yeah. number one. It's that, commandment number one. That's, that's the that's right. only reason. That's the only thing they care about. Yeah. And I guarantee you that the most of the posters will have that one bigger than the rest. <laughs> guarantee it. Indeed. I think All they should right. actually be required to have granite monuments. <laughs> yes. For they every classroom. Hand chiseled <laughs> out of stone. <laughs> In every classroom. Yes, that's what I want. All right. Well, uh, if you would like to comment on this or any of the things we've talked about, or just any old thing, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, there's one on Facebook, there's one on Discord, you can go to thankoutamatheist.com slash members-only. Yeah, hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.